Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, this is Liz Candace. This is Nikki Collins. What up guys, this is Esther Sarkis. Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. WNBA Nation, welcome to another kind of special episode of WNBA Nation. Uh, as many of you are aware, this most recent Sunday was Selection Sunday, where the NCAA Women's March Madness bracket was created. We have it. It's now out and revealed. But on Sunday night, Kyle and Logan were hanging out, and they did kind of a live watch uh, party of the reveal show. So as the bracket came out and as we were all getting the news as to who was who, you're getting their live takes. Uh, so they did sort of a live thing. It wasn't meant to be a recording, but I decided to take some of the highlights of what they said as they were watching uh, the seeds come out uh, and cut that into a little bit of an episode. So just fair warning, uh, it will jump around a little bit because this is not just the entire stream. This is just kind of uh, best bits and pieces taken from from the, the stream. So... Uh, it, it might feel like it's jumping around a little bit. The audio might be a little bit quieter, um, or have higher highs and lower lows than you're used to. And that's just, uh, because we were recording a live stream. So, uh, you know, not using studio mics, uh, in the normal setup we have, it might sound just a little bit different. And I want you all to be prepared for that. Uh, but it is a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to participate, we do have a bracket group. There should be a link for that in the description of this episode, as well as over on Twitter. So, Go to the link of this episode. You can join our bracket, uh, our ESPN bracket group. Uh, or if you head over to Twitter, you can find one of our most recent tweets. It's probably about it because we're going to be promoting that pretty heavily. Uh, we want you to join. So go ahead, fill one out, join the competition. Uh, there will likely be some sort of prize or, or shout out or something for the winner. We haven't really announced anything like that yet. Uh, but that's something that we, we typically do. Uh, and so yeah, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. Uh, real quick, if you want to connect with us, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at WNBA Nation Pod. Uh, you can follow us at any and all of those locations. Uh, they're great places to interact with us and get a chance to to know us better and get more of our takes than just what is on mic. If you want to watch our episodes recorded live on Twitch, that's twitch.tv slash WNBA Nation. Uh, and it's a great way to to be able to interact with the show as it is being recorded. Uh, that's, that's really fun. We can get your comments in real time and react to them in the episodes. Other than that, if you want some merch, you can head over to wnbanation.storeandbe.com. And as always, we ask that if you enjoy our podcast, go ahead and uh, go to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. We really appreciate that, and it helps us in the search algorithms uh, to be found by more people and hopefully be spreading 
the good message of the WNBA, as we always strive to do. Uh, but that's enough from me. I will go ahead and kick it over to Logan and Kyle. Again, this is kind of highlights from their live reaction to the March Madness bracket reveal. Ooh, Florida matchup. Anytime UCF gets a gets a shot at Florida. Ooh, UCF. Florida. I like that. As the favorite, too. Yeah. That's a good uh, – that's going to be a 10-7 that I torture myself. Yeah, Indiana at a three. Dude, look at that bottom part in that Bloomington region. You got Indiana, UConn, Kentucky. Dude, I don't know if I can take Kentucky past the second round. (laughs) Dude, that's a – because, yeah, both of those teams, Uh, both both Princeton and Indiana could easily beat Kentucky. Indiana being a favorite. I don't know what to do with them. There's always one region that's full of teams that are just like the teams I don't know. Indiana's totally won. Oklahoma's totally won. I'm, I'm going to probably have UConn coming out. I'll say this. I don't like the selection if I'm NC State. I no. do not like the rest of the teams that are in my no. region. I'm, like, I'm happy I'm the one seed, but... Because Oklahoma's you're, tough. You're That's very, a really you're tough You're very quickly going to run into Indiana or Kentucky. Yep. And then Oklahoma and UConn are, like, in there. You're, like, UConn, if you get to the Elite Eight, that's going to be your matchup. Right? Yeah. Yeah, UConn. Or if UConn gets upset by either Indiana or Kentucky, and you got to get through Oklahoma to get there, that's a this is yeah, a tough region for NC State. That is a tough, that's a rough region. I'm not gonna lie, right there. Here we go, out West. Here we go out West. Stanford yes. number one seed. No surprises there. The I think the question of this this tournament is: Would you take Would you take Stanford and South Carolina for the field? I'm taking Stanford, South Carolina. Would you, if you had like I, I, money down, yeah, you're like if, if you get to choose, literally well, anybody wins or one of those two teams. The way that it plays out right now, I think they're play. They would play each other in the final four. Just, right? just in terms of like, if one of those two teams wins the wins it all, you get a bunch of money or just the field. Yeah, but I'm saying like if they match up in the final four, then they're both then right. they gotta knock each other out. But I think the likelihood that it's one of those two is. For real, that's that's where I'm at. I really do. Think I, I think with with Baylor and UConn and a few of the other really good teams, I'm number two tempted, seeds, but it, it certainly feels like Stanford, South Carolina. I think South Carolina's region is very helpful for them. It's it's a crazy question because it's a it's hard to win five games in a row. Like every year, big teams lose in the bracket, and it's yeah. chaos, and we love that. But it certainly feels like those two are a tier. Even though we saw South Carolina lose in the Maryland at the four seed and uh, Delaware coming in at 13. Maryland, good luck knowing what the heck Maryland's going to do. This I year. think I trust good them. Luck. <laughs> I, I'm going to try to trust them to 16. That's a 5 12 right there that I like. Virginia Tech has looked so strong, but Florida Gulf Coast. Is uh is legit. They've only lost two games all season. They got a probable it's, first round play, a fr- probable uh, first round draft pick player in Kirsten Bell. Like here's here's how to know you should be scared of a twelve seed. Twenty nine and two doesn't like I don't care what you're. I don't care who you play. Twenty nine wins is so many wins. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, 
trying to figure out if Maryland's going to be eliminated by Delaware first round or if they're making a final four. I, I'm in Florida Gulf Coast in, in that one right now. I just have to <laughs> get it in writing. Dude, there's our Jackson State rep. Yes. LSU's got a crowd at their... Oh, dang. You, you got to believe the Kim Mulkey team is going to go a few Dude, rounds. look at the shine on Kim Mulkey's fit. I couldn't tell if that was leather or if it was uh, sequins. There's Jackson State. Uh, I, I like when they show the smaller teams at, like... It's like Coach's house. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a Coach's house. <laughs> I like it. They're at the local, like, Bear Den Diner. Yeah. <laughs> Ohio State against Missouri State, Florida State. Dude, the the six seeds in this tournament are gonna have some problems. They're, well, they're <laughs> I, I think they're gonna have something to say. That's Kentucky and Ohio State. Oh, that's true. Six Ohio six State. Is, oh, you're right, dude. Those are both tough, tough teams. Yeah, all Ohio State did all year was win the insanely just deep and parody like just Big Ten. Just somehow they they didn't win the Big Ten tournament. They're Texas at two. Man, if, if Texas is playing like they did today, it's a Final Four quality team. Yeah. Well, they got to get through Stanford. But I didn't play. Oh, yeah, they're on a plane. They just I won. thought Baylor. <laughs> I, I, put, I mean, the first bad prediction of, of March for me was I put in our chat, like, Baylor's going to smoke Texas. And that is not what happened. <laughs> well, I put I picked Texas to be oh, there's Fairfield. I picked Fairfield too in that tournament. The Stags. Um, I actually I traditionally have been terrible in my March predictions. When I I I picked really solid on our conference championship preview. I got really lucky on that. Utah, Arkansas. Utah gets in as a seven. That's a good. That's a good squad right there. That's going to be a tough one because Arkansas, a pretty middle of the road team in a better conference. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see Utah. I've actually seen three of those players play like live when they were in high school, so that's kind of cool to see someone getting into the tourney here. Yeah, Utah women's basketball has showed up a little bit. They were kind of they weren't doing so hot there in the Pac-12, but they, they this year they've turned it around. Yeah. It's tough to know just because, like I said, the, the Pac-12 wasn't as talented or deep as it as it has been this right. year, and, and like the SEC is still top heavy, but those top like four or five teams probably overshadowed teams like Arkansas. Yeah, well, I mean, you still got your Stanford's, you still got your Arizonas, but your UCLA's and Oregon's, like some of the some of those teams were down. Washington State was a little up this year. Stanford, Texas, LSU, Maryland. I like that. If I'm Stanford, I'm feeling pretty good about yeah. that. Texas looks tough right now, but they probably aren't the best team in their own conference. They might not be a top three team in their own conference. That's what's crazy about Texas is they just won the tournament, and yeah. Texas fans are going to say I'm disrespecting. I don't, but I don't think I trust. I mean, I know we just watched them beat Baylor. I still don't know if I trust them. Yeah, LSU I know is good. And in fact, they did they start the year out of the top twenty five, uh, fringe top twenty five. I, I just know like we we had someone in the chat at the beginning of the year. They were like, "Look out for LSU." Like we watched them move up the rankings week after week, and after they are a three seed. So yeah, they've done well. But Wichita, Wichita region, Louisville, Baylor, Louisville or Baylor? Who are you taking? I think it's gonna be Louisville. 
I think you're gonna ding Baylor for losing. Yeah, but Louisville got out in the semis in their tournament. I, I against Miami. Louisville was already ranked like in the top three or four like all year. Though. I think they'll just go there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Louisville, okay. I, I think that's fair, but certainly concerning <laughs> that they didn't, you know, make the final of their. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's good. That can be good to get humbled right before the right. tournament, refocus, have things to work on. Well, yeah, we saw them lose in the in the tournament, but we also saw them beat Notre Dame by like five minutes into the game. Yeah. You know, like that's so. No, I I know what they're still, capable of. I know this is counterintuitive, but like, like Texas just won their tournament. I don't really trust them. And Louisville blew their turn. I do still trust them. They're really good. Yeah. Zags and Huskers. Okay. An 8-9 matchup. Nebraska's get Wi-Fi out there. Tennessee Buffalo. Okay. Tennessee snagging a top four uh, seed is cool. Here's the thing, I as I've been doing my mock drafts all year, or not mock drafts, but you know, the, my senior class and now starting my mock drafts, I still don't know what to think about Ray Burrell. Like, I still I still just don't know. And so, uh, dude, Buffalo's hype. Yeah, I... They might be, they might be my favorite. This more, I'm like, wait a second. They might be my favorite reaction of any team I'm, so far. That, that Buffalo squad is ready. I was, I was like, I'm kind of team Tennessee could, like... Are we see the return of the Mac? <laughs> like Tennessee could maybe win this region if things fall right. Belmont's a good team. Oregon's probably going to beat them, but again, if you're looking for that, it's a 12-5, which is cursed. I I wish I had the numbers. I know in the men's tournament, the the 12-5 matchup is almost 50-50. Yeah, like it's legitimately like more of a coin flip than the 89. Did we not get a shot of Oregon? We saw we saw Belmont, but I don't think we got a shot of Oregon there. Must not have been. They must have been having some stream issues. But we wouldn't know about those. <laughs> yeah, Bel- Belmont and Charlotte are the two probably lesser known teams that my mind that could do some out. damage. Yeah. Florida Gulf Coast is also in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Do not can. trust Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably trust them through one round. But <laughs> here's my question, though: is because of some of their issues. Like, do they start to figure out and be like, all right, this is, we obviously didn't get it done in the tournament. If that's something you want to believe, I, I'm not very good at brackets. So <laughs> that's totally fair. But I'm not taking Michigan far. Michigan American. That's a new one prepared to die on. BYU's a six seed. Okay. Villanova at 11. I knew BYU wasn't going to get a top four, but it would have been nice <laughs> just so we could catch some games. Yeah. <laughs> Because that would have been easy for us to pop down and, and snag a game uh, in uh, in Utah. Six and three is a heck of a record. I, it is a good. I know all year they've been better squad. than expected. Do they still have like a seven footer? Center Sterling there. They've got a, they've got a potential WNBA like mid uh, like second or third round player right now. Oh no. 
Baylor and Hawaii. I'm sorry, Hawaii. Hey, Big West champs. You you hold your heads high. Good luck. Dude, Baylor's good. I don't think Baylor is, like, excited to be here. Like, hey, great. Oh, they, man. I hope that Baylor... Well, they just lost, angry. right? Yeah. So they just lost, and now they got to do this, so... I, that's a team that I... Like, if they come in angry and focused, they can, the first two weeks, they're going to just embarrass everyone that they play. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like Baylor in this round so far. Ole Miss, South Dakota. I like South Dakota in that matchup. Ole, Ole Miss is another <clears> team, <throat> like, better than Arkansas, but similar to Arkansas, they weren't one of those, like, heavy hitters in the SEC. Right. But... I'm with him. 23 needs a decent record. Dude, uh, Ole Miss, if Shakira Austin can show up and be the type of player we all know she can, there she is right there. Um, if we can see her really show out, Ole Miss could maybe do a little damage in that region. This Although, is a, this is a really interesting region. I I think Baylor, Louisville looks destined to happen. Right. More so than the, the ones and twos and other other regions, I think that's... I think other than potentially that... Uh, that's true. I think this is probably the most likely 1-2 matchup. Because I was just thinking about... Because I'd South I Carolina... Do, I like Iowa, okay, but I don't know if I if I take Iowa over everybody in that. It's cool. I think, yeah, yeah, Iowa has a tough road. I like I like Louisville-Baylor to meet in the Elite Eight. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, I mean, obviously, I haven't, haven't plotted it out yet, but... I expect that that'll be. There's always one region that you end up with one or two, and you're like, "Why did I pick anything else?" Yeah, I'm overthinking. Yeah, I I will say that I feel like the deep, like the low, low seeds making runs to the final four in the women's bracket. You just don't see it as as but you you see it up to the, about the Sweet Sixteen. Sweet Sixteen, the you first, get runs the yeah. first weekend. There's all kinds of chaos. And then to get past the Sweet 16, you really have to have something going for you. You have to be underseeded. You have to have the, the team you're playing against be Michigan and be overseeded. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get all my shots in now before Michigan wins the tournament. <laughs> We're going to go to the Final Four in Minneapolis, and I'm going to have to watch Michigan in person. <laughs> and, like, and they just turn around Michigan, and give you the double Michigan bird. Things are going to come up to me. <laughs> just smacked. <laughs> just pie my face. No, Michigan fans are gonna come up and be like, "We didn't know either. Like we, we had, we had no idea either. Like, we're just happy to be here." <laughs> it looks like, yeah, no Northwestern. Which I will say this: Northwestern, I don't think necessarily earned the opportunity to make it. Um, like every like, year, there's like, teams that get in. Yeah, like I, I just selfishly wanted more. I just wanted more content. From Northwestern, just to just to see what's going on. I, uh, I I think the toughest teams to pick for me because I just I just feel like I'm going to get it wrong no matter what. Kentucky and was the other six seed. Kentucky might go out first round, dude. That's what's crazy. Yeah, that's the problem. they are so who really knows all the six seeds because it's Kentucky and Georgia, Georgia. and who's the other one from. I feel like there was an SEC one. Uh, let's see. Who's the other? Uh, Kentucky, Georgia, BYU, and Ohio State. Yeah. yeah. Six those, seeds. Those are all like, who knows? Like, I know it's glib to be like, they could all be out in the first round. Like, that's how single elimination works. But 
I, I don't know which one. One of them is probably losing for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna give Kentucky the benefit of a doubt because I feel like they've earned it. Like <laughs> that's well, you look at who they beat the last the last through. three games they've played. Who they had and to it's, beat. It's always easy for me to pick against BYU because they're a rival to the South, right? Like, but they're a good team this year, dude. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of tough to know if that's the smart thing to do or if that's just me being petty. Yeah. Woo! Be a red team. That's how you get a number yeah. one seed. Yeah, be a red you gotta team. Be a red team. <laughs> Look at that. And all the two seeds. Yeah, I didn't see any two seeds that were red, so it's all red. One seed. What if that's the final four? It's just it's just I, a red. I'm just Everything's gonna, a red. I'm just gonna show up wearing all like blue. Just <laughs> head to toe. Just blue. Just straight blue. Out of my way blue. Or, or green. Just yeah. like some like random just or per- like purple is like a close enough color. But it's I, I feel like if you purple, like, people are going to be like, "So you thought LSU was going to be here?" <laughs> but like, no, I was going Weber State that's actually. That's yeah. <laughs> I was going Northwestern. I'll rep Northwestern in the final four. Yes, it's almost like the Washington Post came out with a huge story last year about how the men's tournament was just siphoning money away from the women's tournament and not giving any of it back to women's basketball, <laughs> which. I don't know, like, listeners, I don't know if you remember. We talked about that for, like, a whole episode. Yeah. To me, it was, like, a huge deal. And I think they did a good job of, like, tamping it down. And they, they tried to just get everyone to ignore it. But now and this year, they were like, oh, no, no, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. And they fixed so much this, of it kind of quickly. This year, they are... Oh, and remember, last year was a big deal. Like, here's the, like, the men's... Like, they had, like, the facilities and yeah. stuff, like, the pictures of, like, the, hey, here's... The and and like the women had like the women room. had like a little tower of something like hand weights. That yeah, was it was it. like some like colorful dumbbells. That was it. Yeah, and so that that kind of went viral, and the NCAA was like was uh, Sedona. Prince. Sedona Prince is the one that initially put it out there, and, right? and now this year they're acting like they're doing it like altruistically. Like we're gonna throw you a bone, and I, I was, you know, it's the right thing to do. So I'm glad that they're basically. Yeah. And also, it's the first year that the women's tournament has been allowed to use the March Madness moniker. Right. Which They've never been allowed to insane use Insane that. that before it was always the, the women's final four. And I have seen um, a lot more mention of, like, the men's final four and the men's yeah. tournament. I like that. That's good. We, we've had the show for five years. Four, yeah, five March Madnesses now. Four March Madnesses. Four, four March Madnesses yeah. now. Last year was the best women's tournament. Like, I don't think that's recency bias. I think last year was, like, the Arizona run and the Baylor-UConn game and Stanford-South Carolina, like, everything. Uh, it was really good. I, I feel like it was the most I've ever been invested in it, and it, it did feel like this is, like, this is March Madness. This I will say, I say that was, it was a really good tournament. I will also add the Arike Agumbawale. I, I thought you were going to say that one. Because D- back to I back mean, buzzer I mean, beaters to win. I know, by the way, four. if you're not following Anila on Twitter and you're watching her now, go follow Anila. She's, she's doing a bracket this month of like the best individual performances of the uh, final four. And that's, that's my number one. I know yeah. UConn's had like a million awesome <laughs> players that, People a lot well, of times I just think, vote for their favorite athlete. They're like, well, I think so. I, I was part of her committee that went through and did all of that. And uh, let's see, she did. Um, I know that we had Cheryl Swoops. Uh, Cheryl Swoops had a really solid Final Four. 
Um, I'm blanking on the year off the top of my head right now. Here, here we go. Um, Arike was a number one seed. I think Arike, I think Maya Moore, Cheryl Swoops, and who was the other one? Uh, okay, there we go. Like I, I'll hear arguments for all those, and you can put up big numbers and be. Cheryl Swoops, 93, Arike Gumbole, 2018, Asia Wilson, 2017, uh, yeah, yeah. and Maya Moore, just, 2010. No one, no one else has hit buzzer beaters to win, like to get to the championship game and then to, and win, then to the win the championship. Like that's, that's, if, that's if you do that, that's that's like the greatest shots in the NBA. Like, like if you do it to win a first round playoff series, it's great. But if you do it to win a finals, it's it's it's, it's etched in history. It's right? if like, John Stockton hits the shot to send him to the finals, and then he hits another shot to win Game Seven against the Bulls. Yeah, like, it's, it just doesn't happen. So that yeah. I feel like it has to be the Ugumbawale, uh Final Four. If you weren't watching that year, that was fun because I think that was. Uh, that was on the tail of, uh, was that the same year as the Women's Hockey Canada, like, gold medal game, was it? It was 2018. For some reason in my head, those are, like, linked as, like, man, we're getting some crazy endings. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was 2018, so I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't. It, I guess it would have been 2020. No, 2018, because it wasn't yeah. four years ago? Yeah. So, yeah, 2018, it would have been that same time. Really, Boston is so freaking good. I can't wait to see her play in the, in the league. She's great. She's, there's a lot of players where I'm like, 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 uh, Caitlin Clark's a great example. There's a lot of players where I'm like, if, if they go somewhere that, like, I think she needs to go somewhere with a good coach and, in, like, a good situation, but she could really be somebody. Boston is almost draft proof. Yeah. Like, like, almost, I don't want to invoke Asia Wilson necessarily, but, like, you knew whoever got Asia Wilson was getting a franchise player. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if she's quite there because Asia Wilson's a perennial MVP candidate. That's just, that's not something we know about Boston yet. But it does feel like any team she goes to, she's going to be the, like, foundation stuff yeah. for years to come. I think Destiny Henderson could potentially sneak into that top. She could be a first round pick. I personally, I think she might, uh, she's probably a mid second round for me. But I would have zero issue with seeing someone take her like and like eleven or twelve. It overall. shocks me how often the bottom teams in the W every year like hurt from distance shooting when there's so many like good like every year there's people that go in the draft that are like forty percent three point. I think that's why Ashley Jones out yeah. of Iowa State's going to be like that's why I think a lot of teams are targeting her right now. It, every year, there's, like that's why uh, it, it kind of is baffling that. Um, Samuelson has a really yeah. Katie Lou Samuelson's kind of been all over because yeah, you need that outside shooting. Yeah, I just think about like Dallas, Atlanta, Indy, LA. Like, I mean, everyone needs snipers, but like those teams really need scoring. And it feels like every year in the draft they take someone where like that makes sense. They need three point shooting, and then we just like never see them play. What's crazy is South Carolina didn't lose to another big. Team like a big another like nope, their two losses are just their teams. losses were well to Kentucky who honestly might not have made the tournament you know if you started in January <laughs> and Missouri who's kind of just like a or Missouri right Missouri I, you know like they were going to do anything about, even in their own conference I think the best thing you can do as as a team, I, I think it takes a lot of pressure off you to not be undefeated like, yes. Like you're a Kentucky fan, you know that year where the Mets. That, that year, you knew they weren't going to do it. Yeah, like it just felt yeah. like you're going in thirty and zero, and it just feels like it's a matter of time. Yeah, like 
You don't. It, it's not. It no longer works in your favor. During the regular season, it's like you're scared of us. Yeah. And the tournament is like every team is like we're gonna get you. Like we are gonna get you. So I, I think it does a little bit of uh, a favor. I, I prefer uh, losing like the last game before the conference tournament and then beating everyone in your conference and being like we're the we're the best. Like we fixed mm-hmm. it. What I'm excited about is I get to go up and create our March Madness uh, bracket challenge group. Oh, yeah. I get to put that together today. It's time to and go. I, I'm very excited. Um, also, I got to go print out some brackets because we in our own household, we've got uh, myself, uh, my wife, Clyde, my daughter, Collins, who's turning seven during the tournament. And Logan, the four of us are going to be doing a in-house the, women's bracket. There challenge. is something sacred about the printed bracket of integrity. Yeah. Oh, I <laughs> never. They have I to print it when you lose, like your number. You like physically, if you have a Final Four team lose yeah. in the first round, you have to actually like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you scratch out like the next several rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might have to have you uh, print me out a mental too because I like having them up. Oh yeah. We have a, a basketball in our family that you win the Jones family bracket pool, you get to write your name the year on the basketball, and there's so we're there's talking only, about doing that. There's only a family. couple of multi. So I've won three, but I haven't won in a long time. Like in 2014 <laughs> was my last one. Ooh. My brother Whitney's won three, and then my ten year old nephew Taylor has won two, <laughs> and then everybody else is like either never won or, or won like like one one off yeah. one time. My, my mom and my nephew Taylor were in, like, the final last year. It was basically like, is Gonzaga going to do it or not? Uh-huh. And when Gonzaga lost, my mom lost her probably only chance to ever, ever do it. I felt yeah. so bad. But Taylor, so he was, like, five years old when Duke went all the way in, like, 2015. Or no, he, he would have been, even less, he would have been, like, three or four. And uh, he, he literally, there's a picture of him, this little toddler, holding up his winning bracket. That's that's when I decided it was more of an art than a science. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I was um, covering like college basketball like as a job, <laughs> and, and my my nephew just smoked. Well, us. last year in our our bracket, we obviously obviously we pay attention a lot to this in our bracket challenge group. I think all four of us hosts were in the bottom like thirty percent. Am I like the bottom wrong? third? Did Jason do really well? I, oh yeah, I think I think three of the four of us I think me, you and Steve were all I, we were getting killed like in the like, bottom like quarter. And I think Jason was he was like first or second for the first at like, least for a while. Two rounds and then immediately dropped like way down. I think I think his I think his two championship teams lost like the next round or something. You know how when you do a Google search, you never like you never go to like the second page of results. It's just yeah. like it's always there. When when you go to look for your bracket and you got to scroll down and click like next page, next page to get that, to you. That's when you know <laughs> like yeah, oh, this is not for me. I think you were way low, weren't you? I, I got decent. You got you were in like the bottom ten percent or something. Because I I don't remember. I, I wasn't a Baylor believer. Yeah, I, I think that was the team that, that hosed me. I had Baylor That's out true. really early. Yeah, and then and then everybody else that I had far was obvious. So like I wasn't getting, I wasn't going to make up ground when Stanford won. Everybody had Stanford, right? So Baylor was the one that everyone else had. That I was like, no. So if you want that team this year, and you're watching right now, Michigan, I'm going to have Michigan out super early. 
Uh, so take Michigan. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's how you're going to be, Logan. That's the team. <laughs> Not sure what I'm going to do with Texas. I really do think so much of that first, especially the Thursday, like the first day of games, because the, the first round is usually two days, right? Yeah. The second day, sometimes the favored teams learn from the previous day, and they're like, hey, we got to be on our guard, right? Like these these slack teams are going to come in looking to be a Cinderella and bump us up. They don't even have Howard's logo. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. This is there we go. Minneapolis, Minneapolis, we're hitting you up. We're hitting you up. So everybody who's listening in right now, we will be in Minneapolis for the Final Four. We're super stoked. Um, I know we've already touched base with, I think, uh, our friend Anila. Obviously, uh, we're going to be seeing her um, and Ben as well. Yeah, Ben, who on Twitter is like Ben in Minneapolis. Yeah. And like, I only just connected the other day. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to see. We're going to be there. <laughs> so, Ben and uh, and Anila, it'll be good to see both of them. But we want to see who's the rest of you. We want to see some more people there in the Final Four. It'll be fun. It is going to be fun. I've never been to a Final Four before. Me either. Men, men's or women's. I've only been to like one like regional deal, but I was little. I was. I was probably my, like ten years old, maybe. My when dad took my brother to like an opening, like like an opening Thursday morning game in, in Portland. Portland once, and he said that it was actually kind of disappointing because you want to like sit and watch all the games. Yeah, and you're actually at one, and they they weren't showing get to watch the other one. games, and you would yeah, that's tough. Just had the one, but I I suspect by the final four, it's going to be not only is going to be packed with fans that are like this is our year, but nothing else is going to be going on. So yeah. All right, That'll be nice. Time. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll get our bracket challenge group out uh, as soon as it's uh, as soon as it's available, and then we will also do. Um, and then yeah, we'll start announcing, getting people out to come hang out with us at the final four. We need to know some good. We need to know what we're going to do Saturday to eat. Yeah, things to do. We're going to see some print stuff, right? I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, that's, we're going to do some print stuff, like and then I just want to know like in Minneapolis food. Yep. Like, I want to spend all day Saturday on Minneapolis food and, like, Sunday morning, Minneapolis food. Like, fine with that. That's how I travel. I'm ready. I travel and I'm like, what food am I going to eat? And then what's near that that I can do? I think we'll probably have a pretty chill Friday morning because we're getting in really late. We'll do, like, a chill Friday morning and then we got games. What what teams do you feel worse for and why is it Hawaii? Oh, my gosh. I I feel so bad for Hawaii. I feel worst about I feel terrible for Hawaii. <laughs> well, your other your sixteen seeds usually it's like we're just happy we're here. Yeah, you play in, and then you're like, and you we know, get a shot of the big dog. And you know, but... you're playing, and as a fifteen seed, you're like, maybe. <laughs> you're like maybe, but then you get in, and you're like, oh no, we actually got a number one seed disguised as a number two seed. Like, well, there's a couple because cool. there's like Baylor and UConn are both two seeds this year. Sure, both of those. Well, that's yeah. it. Oh, that's cool. I like that. FGCU. Yo. Florida Gulf Coast, Any like for 10 years, anytime I see anything from that team, they just look like they're having way more fun than Did else. every single Florida <laughs> university make the field? 
We saw UCF. Oh, yeah, UCF. We saw Miami, UCF, South Florida, Florida, Florida State, Florida Gulf Coast. I mean, like, who are we missing? We got, like, every Florida team. That's right. Florida State got in with a – who were they? Was that a play-in? Yeah. It was just really quick, so I don't know if yeah. that was the reaction. Juicy Lucy. Yeah, we'll head up some Juicy Lucy's, Jason. Don't worry. But anyway, yeah, so everybody, if you're hanging out uh, right now, we'll be in Minnesota. We'll have our bracket challenge out here pretty soon. And, uh, yeah, it should be a good time. I can't remember how many people we had in the in the pool last year. It was a quite a few. But I want to remember because I want to set a record every year. Like, every ah, way That's that, a good idea. Because on Twitch, like, at first when we got on Twitch, we were like, let's try to get, like, 50 followers. Now we have like 500 followers. Yeah. It's like, cool. How, so like the bracket pool, like, can we get 200? Can we get 200 people? Like, cause that's, I, I think after you get to about 50, it's like, this is, you gotta be really good to win this bracket pool. Yeah. But like we, I know we were past that last year, so it should be a fun, and it's people who like, they're super fans. Yeah. They, like they're paying a lot of attention. So it's like yeah. playing fantasy football with people who listen to fantasy who football. Who yeah, I love the, the yeah, I mean I play fantasy football with Logan and I don't watch the NFL other than for fantasy. I don't have an NFL team. Like I legit don't have a team. I just I just it's a sweet after Logan's experience with Seattle. I don't know I don't know if I can go be a Chargers fan. There's teams I can't be a fan of. But like I could be convinced on like Carolina. I could be convinced on I'll probably watch more Broncos games this year than Seattle games. Yeah. Because I just want to see how Russell does. <laughs> yeah. It's, Besides the I'm point, a player fan. Yeah, we uh I, I'm sure we'll be doing fantasy now that ESPN's carrying like fantasy yes. WNBA stuff. So. We will be doing a fantasy WNBA league, a listener league where the four of us hosts will be on it, and then we'll probably snag I'm assuming a twelve team league would be probably as max as you want to go, just with the amount of players that you can pick. Like that's just not Yeah. Like, it's just so small with the amount of players that you can pick. So I, I can't imagine that you have more than 12 teams. I think maybe 8 or 10 might be even a, a, a sweet spot. So if we can get the four of us hosts and then four, six listeners to be in, um, yeah, we'll do something like that. Also, make sure you're checking out our YouTube page. Um, we're, we've got a Discord that we all are going to be t- uh, tweeting out right now because you know that Discord is going to be hopping with March Madness. We'll get that... We'll get that sent out. I'm Jason been working hard there. And you can follow us on Twick on t- Twick. TikTok now. You can follow us on TikTok now. And oh, uh, we'll be us on TikTok. Yeah, we're gonna be doing some uh, TikTok stuff, probably in response to a lot of uh, NCAA stuff this month. And uh, we'll be posting some some content there. So yeah. yeah, if you can't be with us in Minneapolis, follow the TikTok page. Yeah, that's we'll just, be doing some stuff on there. That's just the easiest live journal that's ever been. So. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out and uh, we'll get signed off.